was talking to my coworker about Apex and shit, right? Yes. And then uh, I forgot I forgot what it spiraled into, but out of talking. control. <laughs> but yeah, we just like she just like fucking brought. I was like, oh, your OnlyFans. I was like, hey, yo, don't disrespect it. Hey. <laughs> She's all, I was like, your grungy toe picks. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, don't disrespect the grippers. Exactly, don't disrespect them. Grippers. The glizzy grippers. <laughs> exactly. That's why you gotta subscribe to Saya's OnlyFans. He has a um, a little promotion going out. Um, the first thirty days you get fifty percent off. Yeah. Usually it's like twenty five, and that shit goes like crazy, bro. It does. It does. Well, that depends, I guess. I'm your number one. Um. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> God damn it! Um, hello, welcome back, welcome back. It's been ages since you probably heard the weekly update. Yes, but we are here. Did we actually miss it? Um, or... yeah, we missed um last week's. Ah, yeah. See, there you go. That's yeah. It's been. I'm saying it's been ages, but we didn't really have anything to talk about that. No, that not week. really, honestly, because like stuff that happened, like it actually happened. After yeah, exactly. We yeah, because yeah. then like we got the direct Nintendo Direct. We got the PlayStation shit. Yeah, yesterday. Yes, yes. The Xbox One this morning. Um, what else? It's just basically that. Pretty much, and then I got another like funny story about that. Uh, some more shit that happened at work. Oh shit! Well, I got, I got. Well, first off, first off, hello, listener. Welcome back to the Uzumaki Podcast. I am your host with the most. Shade, <laughs> I was gonna say Big Dick Jeffrey, Shade, Anderson, Louis Davalo, and the Cringe of the Century. As you can tell, it's been a while since we done these. Um, we've been busy. I've been busy. Sai has been busy. Um, I recently got a new job, technically, and that's where all my time has been going. That's why we haven't really been recording the weekly update. We probably got to figure out the hours and shit too. I don't know with the new because well, I, I got a new job or I might get a new job. Yes, yes, you might. but I don't mind because I'm I'm gonna commit to this podcast. Even if we're gonna have to Discord call and be my Discord kitten, yes, we're gonna sir. have to do this. This is me and you number against one, the res. Number one modder. <laughs> exactly. I'm. I look like a Discord modder. I <laughs> <laughs> wait. Did I show you the video on how to make when I was like trying to because I were trying to look for the the Uzumaki Discord. Oh no! And then like the guy, the, the guy that was teaching the tutorial, he looked like a Discord moderator. <laughs> like if you would think moderator of Discord, no, just think of that. Like how a person would look like chub, fucking double chin, scruffy ass beard, <laughs> bro. Dude, he looked exactly like that. That shit was fucking I've, I've funny. I've seen this dude on fucking TikTok just like that, bro. God. Yep. <laughs> it was funny too, cause like uh, his other homies that he posts with. They're all yeah. like they're kind of the same or like edge lords or whatever are oh trying to be. God. They're just a bunch of chubby dudes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they try to play certain roles like him. He's <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think I know what you're talking about. I think you know what you're talking yeah, about. Like, they're scr- really, really chubby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I seen like a couple of no, not TikToks, but memes where he's like smoking his vape, and it's like just stupid ass shit. Like um, like it'd be like if they sleep on you. Tuck them in. <laughs> like all badass. <laughs> oh, shit. But um, what have you been doing for the past two weeks? I've just been grinding Apex, actually. I know you were telling me that. God damn, I you got an addiction. Finally, hey. ma- like, it, it don't matter, bro. I, I don't actually drink energy drinks, no, though. No, scan it. Oh. It's free. 
<laughs> what does that do? I don't know. I just saw it. <laughs> but yeah. Yes. So yeah, I've been grinding Apex for a fat minute, and I finally made. I was playing ranked. The you wanted whole time. to do platinum, was it? Yes, Diamond I finally made it. You finally, did it. You finally it, did it. <laughs> made it to platinum. Fucking finally, I was gold one, and I just had shit games. Yeah. But until I met this dude who plays on PlayStation, you Jill. know, <laughs> <laughs> he plays on PlayStation and shit. So you know, like I think his name is like Dex, and he has that um, the Dex hyphen underscore hyphen something oh my god yeah that guy so you know i was playing with him and uh we're, we're doing pretty good because you know i was i i wanted to fucking get to platinum so i was doing just about anything i could yeah so like even though we were being shot at i fucking you know like i'm i play like bangalore with their fucking smokes and shit smoke him out rez his ass i'm being <laughs> shot at <laughs> oh my god honestly the the random we were playing with took all the bullets from me though they like they try like, he told them to watch, to watch, like, watch out, because he's going to res me. Yeah. And that Wraith, as soon as she got shot, tried jumping over us, got caught, just taking most of the rounds, <laughs> <laughs> took off. I only took, like, two, got his ass up, but, you know, we still lost, but hey, shit, <laughs> I'll no, do whatever no. the fuck I want. <laughs> and then, you know, we started partying up, and uh, I I was, I told him I was charging my mic. Charging a mic? Yeah, but I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I just, <laughs> I just, I just wasn't up to talking at that point. Like I was, just, I just wanted to get to fucking flat. Yeah, so it was just me. You and were him. on a mission. I was on a fucking mission. It got to a point where he died, and me and him just, just decided. I just decided to fucking rat the whole game, bro. <laughs> Hug the edge of the fucking zone. Do whatever it took. And I actually got top two. <laughs> no my God. Yeah. Top wait, top two or what? Uh, the the game. I play second. Shit. Yeah, because I was a fucking rat, dude. I was a, I was an absolute rat. Like, this fucking mirage. I it, We're in this swamp area, or portion of the map. Yeah. And this mirage saw me, and he started shooting at me. But I was like, fuck, I thought I was spotted. I just smoked his ass out, and I just stayed there. <laughs> and he thought I left. And, you know, he got into a 1v3. I was like, you know what? I probably should have saved my ultimate, because I threw it earlier. Thinking, yeah. oh, you know, I'm going to get some people down. I didn't. <laughs> But uh, thinking back on it, I probably should have done it when those two teams are fighting and him against those other three. Yeah. Yeah, because then I just I I just wanted to like, just jump in there. and said fuck it, he's already dead. I'm the only, I'm the only other one alive, so I was gonna try and go all out, but I kind of fucked it. Like I choked. <laughs> I I just biffed that shit. Honestly, you're gonna be John Wick, but you jam Wick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you know we got uh, queued up again. We met another PlayStation player. This time, this guy was actually more experienced than the both of us. Ooh. He had two accounts. His other account, he was already diamond. This one, he was already plat, and he was going for masters. Jeez. I was like, dude, this man's fucking crazy. It was evergreen. <laughs> and we, I was just fucking with him because I guess like one of them, uh, I guess the new guy, he asked, like, hey, does Chief have a mic? And sometimes I would actually accidentally hit it so you hear background noise. Oh, yeah. So he's like, oh, yeah, he's he's charging his mic, but I swear I can hear him sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So us three started going, and we just kept fucking, like, dropping hot, killing a bunch of people. One game, we just absolutely dominated. Jeez. It sucked we didn't win because we got third-partied, but yeah. at the beginning, we were just annihilating anybody we saw. This fucking this one team, I guess we just trapped them in a building, killed them all fucking valkyrie tried to ult out of there but then decided to go and try and get us <laughs> i was like nah it's not gonna work out <laughs> as soon as she landed 
all three guns <laughs> just <laughs> melt. <laughs> I mean, hey, you gotta give him respect. He didn't bitch you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we finally made Platt. Fucking, we were, we were sitting pretty good, but then my wife got cut off. Oh, for real? It did. When was this? Wait. Uh, I was like two two nights ago. Nice. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, I think it was two nights ago, or maybe last, no, no, two nights ago. It was two nights ago, but Wi-Fi cut off. Yeah. And it was off for hours. And I noticed because the Wait, whole when, thing... You're, you're early morning, huh? Yeah. Okay, never mind. I, I was probably sleeping. Yeah. So it cut off, and I was like, fuck. And it wouldn't come on for hours, so, you know, I just laid in bed and watched some YouTube, and I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, and then went back to fucking grinding, and I actually got demoted. You got demoted? Yeah, because oh, when you reach, like, platinum, and you start losing... It gives you protection from being demoted three times. Only three. Yeah. After that, if you waste it, then you get demoted. And depending on how many, depending on what rank you are, it tells that it gives you like how it takes away a lot of points. Like when I got demoted from plat four to gold one, it yeah. took 350 points from me. But I was like, nah, I'm fucking getting back up that bitch. <laughs> Now I'm sitting. I'm gonna climb that ladder. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm close to plat three. I'm so close, and I don't want to touch it yet. And I, you need help. I don't. You need Jesus. I don't, bro. I need. You need. A, I need, need a touch grass, but I cut my grass. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Other than just, that, you know. Just, oh yeah, there's some shit that happened at the theater too. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell me. Yeah, what was it? So, you, you're all teasing me about it. Yeah. So we don't have. Uh, we don't. We don't allow towing, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, is this like a, a follow up to the where yeah. that that guy he was being Karen and shit? Yeah. So you know, like we we don't allow towing and shit. So after a while, I guess he he still wanted to fucking sue us. He was literally trying to sue corporate. Oh my god. And it's funny because like how he said, um, like how he said, uh, the reason why Walmart took their signs down for our, yeah, like, no towing. Yeah, yeah. And that's not true. Because when I went to work uh, yesterday, my general manager, she showed me a picture of the no towing signs at Walmart. She took a picture of all of them. And there's actually a reason behind that. Apparently, back in 2017, this is when I already, this is when I left, so I didn't know nothing about it. Yeah. But this family was getting their vehicle towed. And this dude, I guess he had a gun. He shot his family, his own family, and then shot himself. What the fuck? Yeah. Just because their shit was getting towed. Was this yeah. fucking the miss? Yeah, I have no idea. It, it, honestly, dude, yeah, I guess like I guess that happened back at Walmart in Gallup. How did I not hear about that? I don't, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe it's just maybe it was like a little older or something. But yeah, I guess that's why they have their signs up. Jesus. Yeah. And this is kind of funny, and you know he's still trying to sue us, and we actually pulled up a picture of him, one of the other managers. Got his name. They got his name, and they actually got his mugshot, a literal <laughs> mugshot of this man. So now we have it posted in the back, and we want to put it up front, but uh, we I don't think they want to make another copy yet. But we yeah. have his picture back there. It's like if he shows up, don't even help this man. <laughs> he was charged with trespassing. He's not supposed to be here, and yet he still wants to watch a movie. That's all me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, he's still trying to go for it. Oh he's still trying God. to fucking sue. And then they want to. Well, shouts a, out to him for 
trying to catch that bag. <laughs> he's over here talking, telling the uh, corporate whatever that he was he was a gentleman the whole time. And the hey. General manager was like, <laughs> yeah, and he's saying that the general manager was like cussing at him and shit. I was, oh like, I was there. That's, all, that's a total fucking lie. I was wearing a body cam. Hey. <laughs> like literally, the man was threatening just about anybody. The cop that uh, charged him with trespassing. He said, oh, I'm going to sue you and you're going to lose your job by tomorrow. So what the fuck? And then he told our security guard, hey, don't don't even try to jump in or else I'll sue you too. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, of course, the general manager, he's like, oh, I'll see you in court, bitch. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, just stop being a bitch. <laughs> exactly. Like, what is wrong with you, dude? Exactly. Like, just be fucking civil about it. But no, ain't nobody want to be civil, bro. Damn. I don't know what it is, but tote. People who are in the towing business are just assholes. They're just They're legit assholes, bro. They are fucking dicks. They're the only ones that are cool are in South Beach tow. Yes. <laughs> that fucking, uh, that, that black chick. That's what I was going to say. The, the black chick, I forgot her name. Um, she indestructible. <laughs> she's, she, South Beach tow is a real life anime. And she's like the fucking op character in the anime. For real, bro. She, <laughs> she fell away. She can beat Goku. <laughs> like, she fell from, like, a certain height, but she was fine, and then she actually she actually squared up with like, quite a few people. I like the one where she um she lifted a car. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I, um, at one point, I was like, oh, okay, this is all fake. But then I was like, that does not stop me from watching this shit. This shit is fucking entertaining <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> exactly, bro. It's like just certain TV shows. Like, they try to push it, but then it's like, this is actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, this is fucking funny. Like, it is like, funny as fuck. It's I just... forgot her name. She was pretty badass, though. Yeah, I, I don't know her name either. We gotta, we gotta make a thingy, a mock-up, where she's like, fucking... Goku's punching and she's holding her. <laughs> Get her fucking, like, find a video of her with her fucking hand out. You probably could. Fucking, um, One Punch Man. Hey. <laughs> My One Punch will destroy any man. <laughs> I am no man. <laughs> God. Well, it sounds like you had a rough week. A rough two weeks, actually. Yeah, it was all right. You know, I got back into, like, some doing okay. You know, I just sleep late, that's it, but... I also work late, so it kind of goes yeah. hand in hand. Plus, I don't work that many days, so it's like majority of the time I'm, I'm off the next day. So I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Why not? And yeah, that's honestly, I got into The Devil as a Part-Timer Season 2. The Devil as a what a what? It's some anime. The Devil went to Georgia? <laughs> no, it's an anime <laughs> where like this fucking you know, the Demon King or whatever went to Earth. And he plans to conquer the world through McDonald's. Or how they say Mick Ronalds. <laughs> oh my god, what, what fucking coming to America is this shit? <laughs> McDowell's. It's one of the big bucks coming. <laughs> yeah, he, him and his fucking... It's, it's funny though, because like, the dub version, yeah. it actually carries. The, the dub is actually really good in this one. Because in one of the like, in the second season, one of the episodes, it's like, damn, what a, what a, damn, what a freaking Karen. <laughs> or what another one where it's fucking... <laughs> Where he keeps saying balls. Why? It's because, like, some shit happens. And, like, it's like a... Like, he has a... He spontaneously had a kid. You know? Like, some kid just ran up, show up. Sorry, calling him dad. Okay, I was like, what the and fuck? And then this, this high school chick that he works with is yeah. holding the kid. Goes They work together, but she goes over there holding the kid. And the kid says dad to him. And everyone's <laughs> kind of freaking out. Yo, that's not right. She's still in high school. <laughs> 
Even his <laughs> even his fucking general manager just shows up right behind him and he gets all fucking scared. He's like, "Oh balls!" So wait, wait. So the devil, like literal Satan, came to the earth. Yeah. And he so works like part like, time. like Demon King type shit. I don't know Demon King. I like, don't watch anime. No, so. it's like just <laughs> you can call him Satan. He just goes. It's just okay, like, okay. it's just like a name type of thing, you know, like a like a title moniker. Yeah, but you know, like they they are demons, but he's like the top dog just because he's powerful. He's no, not he, actual. He comes to Earth. Yeah, just because he almost got his ass kicked. So he's like, you know what? I'll be back. Fuck y'all. And he applied. He went through the rigorous. Yeah, it's because when they sent in his resume, when they got to Earth, <laughs> when they got to Earth, they got nerfed like a motherfucker. Oh, man, man. went from like six, like went from like seven foot to like five foot eight. Short kings, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's just. Ever since then, you know, like they're they're just making their way, you know, just living, living the paycheck the, to paycheck. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, yes. yeah. And oh you know, goodness. he's got he's got a whole different outlook on life too. It's fucking hilarious, bro. Oh my god. He's like, like his sole priority is to he's like to rise the ranks of that fast food, so that because he that's like all around the world or whatever. Yeah. So he wants to rise through the ranks and conquer the world. Through McDonald, I mean McRonald's. <laughs> McRonald's, oh my god, it's actually so, fucking hilarious, dude. Sounds like a good anime. The uh, the um, well, 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 I'll get to that when I get to. But no, no, actually, what I've been watching is um, Naruto, but then my Hulu went off, and now I'm sad. And all I've been watching is She Hulk. <laughs> she Hulk is horrible. She Hulk is fucking badass. I love it. I'm not gonna lie. She is. Just, she is no, just like her comic she, po- she, comic book no, counterpart. She is, no. she is, she is a bitch. How? You 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 I like, saw you I saw like, the scene where like you know she's saying that she controls her anger more than like, act, better than nah Bruce. nah. If you if you watch it context wise and and you know me you know me if it sounds like if they really push the agenda then like come on bro but this one I'm like oh okay I get it but it's not her like saying oh it's because I'm always. Women always have it bad. No, she's just saying like, bro, I'm I'm fucking I'm always pissed off. But <laughs> she basically pulled like the first Avengers hoax. Like I'm always angry or some shit. Yeah. But like it's just, but like, it's just a moment where like she, like when you know he used her DNA to fix his arm. Yeah. But then she automatically thinks, oh, it's because I'm better than you. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I I love it. I think it's good. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's I like a decent eight. I, I gotta eight watch it. I just see, see. I gotta watch it. Oh yeah, my but still, god! Honestly, oh dude, my god! From the stuff that oh I've seen, it's just like, why? God. Oh my god! Don't even do that. Damn, bro. It, it just she, she, and I like how like people are like, how come she can break the fourth wall? And it's like, bro. I don't know. Have you read a comic? <laughs> <laughs> and then like she even addresses like some point of the things where like. How come they're making all these female super female thingies counterparts of um, heroes make your own heroes? It's just, so, like it's all like in the fucking thingy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I like it. Eight out of ten. Um, some parts I'm just like, oh, it's kind of boring. <laughs> Mostly the lawyer parts, I would say. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you know what they did to Abomination, bro? Did you see what they did to him? Hey, hey, hey! The Abomination I don't, I don't is nice. It. I don't mind it, but that's just kind of that's kind of sad. He's he's a sad man. I mean, if you if you watch the episode, <laughs> he's just like, bro. I was literally a soldier. 
I was a good soldier. I follow. I'm like, no shit, you didn't follow her. He did. He yeah. wasn't a villain. He was just. No, it's just like how, like how they they even explained what the serum does, and it just amplified what was like, like they yeah, well, he was feeling at that yeah. moment. Yeah, they just amplified the fuck out of that. He's all chilling. I'm not gonna lie, he was all like, he's fucking putting on his coat in his fucking form. He was like, yeah. yo, good fuck. He's like, hey, dick, calm down. His <laughs> yeah, fucking like, voice, down. bro. Yeah, it's just fucking funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like. Like, I like reading, like, people who hate it, and they're like, why, why did they make fucking Hulk, we call him, um, uh, how would you say it, like, like smart they, or they whatever. They nerfed Hulk. <laughs> yeah, then, like, I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> I mean, they, everyone's all saying, like, oh, they nerfed Hulk so bad, he could even stop a Jeep. It's like, dude, he didn't want to flip this shit. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to fucking crush it and <laughs> yeah. fucking demolish it. He's trying to stop her. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like trying to passively stop her. Not forcefully do it, but, like, just trying to, like, stop her. <laughs> exactly. He's not going to fucking crush her damn vehicle. He's no longer the me <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But he's thinking. All, all I'm saying is, like, because this week is, um, demon, oh, not demon, uh, Daredevil. I'm looking forward to that. And even that, people are like, oh, they're going to make him like all cheesy and crack jokes. And I'm nah, like, like I, th- I think, uh, no, I don't think so. This is his character, especially in, um, was it No Way Home? Yeah. Yeah, his character in that one, this is, I mean, he does crack like funny jokes, but like yeah. most of the time he's serious. Yeah, that's what I was just, that's what I was saying. Like, he's, he's going to be serious. He's, he's witty. He he's witty. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. He's like one of those guys that can crack like really smart jokes. And then like, People are like, in the comics, he's like a stoic character. I'm like, bro, what kind of fucking comics are you reading? <laughs> and I, I think he, I think he's actually the perfect uh, daredevil. He just like, like just how like Jason Bernthal is literally. Dude, the Punisher. we're watching Punisher, and oh my god, he, he is, is he is born the fucking to play Punisher. Punisher. You see, like, you see what he did to his homeboy with that fuck on that carousel. No, I haven't gotten that part. Ah, oh, dude, he's brutal. I was waiting for that part, though. He is fucking brutal. We went to that one part where he was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was fucked. But yeah, Punisher. Punisher. <laughs> but yeah, um, Punisher, um, I can't wait. I hope he's in the MCU. I'm I fucking sure hope so, bro. Like, he deserves... Like, I'm not going to say he deserves his own movie, but he deserves to be in an MCU film. Exactly. Like, then I, but there, it, of course, then people be like, oh, is he going to make him fucking making jokes? I'm like, nah, I'll probably, I bet you're going to nah. keep how he is. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's going to, like... If they try to change the way he is into some fucking, like, joker or whatever, like, just cracking jokes every now and then, everyone's going to fucking hate it. The part of Dingle, I would probably say, is, like, probably, like, if he would meet Spider-Man or something, and then Spider-Man try to crack a joke with him, then he'd just be looking like, the fuck? Exactly. Yeah, like how he is in fucking uh, Netflix series. When people yeah. try to joke around with him, he just looks at you. He's like, like, bro. <laughs> exactly. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Simon. <laughs> Don't hit me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah, I've been watching She-Hulk. Um. I actually got a new job, basically, where I'm at to check their house. We were hauling hay, and now we're just doing general labor. And we're, right now, we got lumber for um, the warehouse. We're going to make a concrete way. And then after that, we're going to make a shack. Uh, and then we're fixing, also fixing the water line. And oh, yeah, they've been teaching us how to be forklift, forklift certified. Hey. So your boy's going to be. Forklift certified, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been I've been driving the forklift. It's pretty cool. It's like GTA. Not bad, not bad. Shit. And yeah, dude, as soon as I get home, dude, I'm just fucking 
burnt, man. I'm just yeah, like, they they work you pretty hard, you know. They, yeah, dude. They just enough so they don't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I spent that long. Well, I think it was two days ago. I spent the whole day just fucking on the lawnmower. And you would think, oh, lawnmower is just simple, motherfucker, dude. My hands are fucking bruised. <laughs> <laughs> fucking out. The next day, the um, homeboy was like, the guy that owns the lawnmower. Yeah. Like, you want to try? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> But yeah, dude, as soon as I get home, I'm just, I crash out for, I take a shower and I crash out for a good hour, wake up, check the uh, socials, update everything, fucking work on the podcast, and then it's like fucking t- nine or eight, and then I'm like, I need to sleep, because then I wake up at six, and then I gotta fucking get ready, and I'm like, fuck, dude, no, no free time, I haven't been playing games, honestly, I haven't. Your sleep schedule kind of matched mine back in the military when I finally fixed it. <laughs> yeah, I just I just decided, you know what? I am not I'm not waking up at six. I can't wake up at six. So and plus I had to do laundry. Yeah. <clears throat> so I do I did do laundry. So I would work as soon as I get off, and I know there's nothing to be done, or I just like sleep in my fucking uniform, just take off my jacket. You know, just sleep in my fucking uniform because in case something happens. I just wake up, put my fucking boots back on, put my yeah. jacket on, and then I'm off. Do to whatever the fuck they want me to do. But if that's not the case, I fucking fall asleep. I wake up at night, take a shower, change my fucking clothes, go do the laundry, which is normally around two or three because motherfuckers from like let's say nine to fucking twelve is that peak moment of doing your fucking laundry. <laughs> so when you go in there, there's nothing, like no washers. They, they were, these washers were disgusting, and they half the shit didn't work. Oh, my God. Half the dryers didn't work. <clears throat> so it was just like almost every washer was taken, at least the good ones, and then the good dryers were taken. So it's like, fuck. Yeah. So I had to wait a few hours, go back in there, and just finally all the good ones are finally free. So I'm like, fuck, finally, I can do this shit. Then I just... <laughs> I just chill out, honestly. Just chill out, fucking either watch anime, play some fucking games or whatever. And if I was like thirsty or hungry, I just walk down to the little little twenty four hour store that was that they had on base. You know, just go in there, grab either like yeah. a strawberry banana smoothie, those uh those naked drinks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, those yeah, ones. yeah. And get a spam musubi. Is a spam mus- Wait, that's Hawaii, huh? Okay, yes. yeah, because they really love their spam out there. Yeah, so it's like it's basically like a like a rice ball, but like it's just spam on top of like rice wrapped in seaweed. How's it? Pretty good, actually. Pretty good. I see that on um, Walmart, but I'm like, should I get it? <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty decent, honestly. Like unless you unless you don't really eat like sushi all that much or seaweed, then it's, it's not something I would recommend eating on a daily. If you're not really into that, but every now and then it's pretty good. Not bad, not yeah, bad. I recommend it. Damn, so I'm basically I'm basically in the military. Hey. <laughs> I'm just okay. No, yeah, it's just I gotten I gotten kind of used to it now. Now I'm just like oh, okay, I don't mind. <laughs> but I do get really tired, and I and I kind of feel sad that I don't really play games. But I'm like, it's for the podcast. It's for a good cause. Honestly, there there are times we just gotta take a break from games. Like, that's what that's what Homegirl Rena was telling me and Homeboy Cores. 
But like sometimes you gotta take breaks. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> no, I need to work. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like one day I just chilled all day and I was just playing. Um, what was I playing? That's that. That's that eight hours. <laughs> I was playing uh Dead Island. Yeah, I was playing Dead Island. Dead Island for like four hours. It was, it was honestly like there's times where I don't even play games or like when I'm on I don't know what to fucking play because exactly. nobody else is on so I'm like fuck it. Oh well, I don't have that problem. I'm just Power like, Wash Simulator. Oh my god! Because like, if nobody's on, I usually just boot up Dead Island, play with some randoms, or I um go to Fortnite, play Save the World, do my Wee Bucks mission, Wee Bucks, and uh, I still don't understand Save the World. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I do not understand it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. It's just build. <laughs> what I do is I build. The general fucking map or the base for them, upgrade it to the highest, and I just fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like I don't have the resources for that. Oh my god, you need to. Gr- I don't really grind. I just hop on it once in a while, and I have like a bunch of fucking mats. Yeah, see, like I, so I have like I wouldn't say basic tier shit, but when it comes to like building whatever, I just do the bare minimum. Oh my god, and that's it. No, other than that, it's just me just you know, shooting things, and that's it. Because I, like I said, I don't know what to do and save the world. I just know it's just protect this, then you win. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember we were all hyped when that shit was announced. Way back yonder. Remember those good old days? <clears throat> yes. When we first saw the trailer? And then, it's like, it, it blew my mind when I, um, 2018, when I, when I first hopped on to Fortnite. And then um, Jim was like, yeah, this is Fortnite. That old game that we saw, I was like... No way. <laughs> then I was like, no way. Then I looked it up. I was like, what the fuck? No way. <laughs> and that's when I found out what Save the World was. And then I immediately bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, honestly. Hey, that's when I was, uh, that's when I realized about uh, Destiny 2018. 2018. Oh. Yep. Fuck Destiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Kind of. I played it for a while. You know. That's doing... one of those games where you just. There's no fun. You just grind. Yeah, it's honestly just like grinding. People it's who say worst. it's fun, I feel bad for them. <laughs> like the only people that say that is the one that don't need to grind. They already have the shit. Exactly. Or they have a good squad to grind with. Yeah, exactly. Half the time, the rest of us are just like, "Fuck, I don't have nobody to play this with." And the one, the, the people you try to say, "Hey, you should download this game," they're like, "Oh, I don't know," you know, like, or they say, "Oh, you know, I have no storage for it." It's like, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, like my buddy, he plays FPS games. Yeah. That's it. Nothing else. No, oh my God. You just just FPS games. If it's not in his interest, he won't get it. Oh, my God. So, I'll, like, fuck this man. It depends. For me, it depends, like, on the game. Like, um, what was that game you wanted me to download? How was it you or no? Um, Call of Duty Warzone. I'm like, do I want to know? I I have the storage now, but I'm like, do I see myself playing it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's a very hard game on keyboard and mouse. And I mean, it's probably hex. pretty easy for hex. me because you got Because I'm pretty. <laughs> I tried playing Fortnite on the PS PS4. The fuck. <laughs> I mean, I I'm, I'd say I'm decent on keyboard and mouse, but just. I don't normally go for PvP games. Yes. Yeah. Like, I do have a couple, but a lot of the times I just play PvE or whatever, like uh, Deadside. That one was pretty fun, but when it came to PvP, it was very campy. 
very, very campy. There's like kids who would hang around. Like so, there's certain safe zones. Sometimes kids would hide just outside of them and kill you. Oh my! God. Or like when you're trying to do a mission or the like little events they have, some motherfucker comes and just kills you and does it themselves. Oh my god! So it's like fuck, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm trying to do this shit. So I just end up playing PVE. And then I just, you know, try to get better at shooting shit and moving around with that. Oh, I thought, I thought somebody was in the bat. So I guess it was a dog. Staring at you. Well, that's what we were doing the past week. Sadly, we couldn't get into the the games. Because there was a bunch of games announcements. Um, but we'll pull, we'll pull feet. <laughs> we'll probably get to those next week. It's just... It's been... It's been a crazy. It's been a little like hectic and kind of long, long, long stressful week. yeah. two weeks. Yeah, it honestly has. And but we've been grinding. We've been... <sighs> I went to that fucking housing meeting. Oh, you were there? Yeah. Wait. One to four. When was that one? It was. It was today. It was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Oh, so you went today? Yeah. Oh, okay, I was, in, I was in Home Depot. Yeah, and there's another one like last week, like same days. But did you see me? No, <laughs> and uh, it's a lot about like oh you know like oh like uh like emotional or how to keep your body healthier or some shit you oh know another one was like financial literacy like, mm. we have this shit in high school exactly but yeah then I was just saying I just thought about it. I was like why am I here <laughs> like I don't I don't have to be here I like they say it's mandatory but I'm like I'm not gonna do any of this <laughs> exactly. It's like this, this doesn't apply. I'm I'm probably gonna be fucking moving away from y'all. Why do I have to do this? <laughs> and then there's this one dude who's just like when it came to like your body healthy, spiritual, like respect your elders type shit. He's saying some stuff like how he hated the English language. His first language. Wait, was is he an elder? He's never who. He's not. I, I'd say he's like in his forties or something, and saying that he didn't well, learn English until sixth grade. Because he hated the language of the white man. Oh, God. Yeah. In our society. I, I got a whole... Um, from what from where I was... I'm so stationed out. From where I was working and everything, Um, I come to learn that um, Rihanna Lake is has a lot. Has a lot to fix. It does. Yeah. Community-wise. And, yeah, it's like, they're all dicks. They're all bitches. I can't just chill for a couple of seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but enough with that. We got we got to stop this. Hopefully, next week. Same cringe times. Same cringe rhymes. Drop the dimes. I'm almost here, and we're almost out of time. Where's the cosign? Oh, look at me! I'm waiting in line at the unemployment office. Um. I can't. I don't know anything that runs off office. Po- uh, pos- posthumous. Uh, preposterous. Preposterous. The DeLorean. Gullwing doors rise effortlessly, beckoning you inside. The stainless steel DeLorean. Beautifully crafted for long life. The DeLorean is one of the most awaited automobiles in automotive history. Hello, welcome back to the Uzumaki Podcast. I'm your host with the most, and we had to redo this. (laughs) (laughs) 
I literally, I was like, okay, he, he's he's in the mountains. He's he's being um he's being weird up there. <laughs> I'm, all indigenous. Yeah, he's being all indigenous up in the mountains. And I was like, um, I should um check the fucking uh, start mixing. Then the moment I heard, I'm like, oh oh no, oh fuck. <laughs> kind of went off from there yeah then i was like fuck then i looked at my i it was on me dude i looked on my audio interface and here i had the other dial like turned up till it was like all ear rate status it's like fuck man oh, god damn it <laughs> he's like i know how to keep her up i know how to keep it a hundred percent cringe he's like but that was too cringe yeah that was that was too cringe for everybody <laughs> but um <laughs> please good sir tell us who you are tell us where you're from what you rep and where you, your clans and everything. Uh, hello everyone, my name is Kervin Candelaria. Uh, hello everyone, my name is Kervin Candelaria. I derive from San Felipe Pueblo, Isleto Pueblo, and San Defonso Pueblo. Um, my clans are corn, uh, derived from Baby Eagle. And a little bit about myself, uh, I'm an upcoming hip-hop artist from the New Mexico, from the 505, Duke City. Land of Shout out to Duke City. Oh, 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 yeah, that that's homeboy. It's Kevin with an R. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, I, I like yep. that little little thing, and when I was listening to over to the, uh, to the original recording, I was like, oh, yeah, Kevin with an R. <laughs> but um, you go by Preacher Boy and... Oh, uh, what was it? Well, not Preacher Boy. Uh, Eagle Boy and Preacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got both of them mixed up. He's like, I just created a new stage name for you, brother. Yeah, Preacher, Preacher Boy. Boy. <laughs> and I, uh, um, should you tell the listener, like, why is that so? Because I know it's like you split it up to differentiate, differentiate your, differentiate. Is that what I'm saying? It sounds like I'm saying French. But yeah, to um, differ from both styles of each. Yeah, so... <laughs> So when I started off with music, uh, I started off as a youth, and that was kind of where my inspiration was, being uh, a youth in the community, especially here on the reservation. And growing up, I always <clears throat> ran across people who did music, whether it be like at a school assembly or a youth program. And, you know, th- the, the people that I met always inspired me, whether it just be hip-hop, art, music, or any type of um, artistry and from there as I grew up I decided that I wanted to get back to the community and to the youth that you know I was a part of myself when I was younger and so I make music for the youth and I go by Eagle Boy and in my music it's it's I saw it as an outlet for kids to listen to so in case they have some sort of personal issues or situations that are happening within the community or in their home that when they're able to listen to the music that they have some sort of release into what's going on in their life so that they have someone who they can relate to that's like oh this person had similar issues maybe not quite exactly the same but in some essence had that you know same pain or same trauma that they went through in a way so it's for me with my music as Eagle Boy, I kind of relate to the youth in a way and just giving them a voice. And that's kind of what I always was growing up <clears throat> told was, you know, as the youth, we have a voice, you know, we should use it. And so 
that's that's where Eagle Boy comes from. And my other name is Preacher. And from that, I make adult music as well. More storytelling and, I guess, cursing in a way. So parent, parental advisory is what I would say. <laughs> yeah, you got to slap that sticker on Preacher. <laughs> It's gonna be yep. like that um, Eminem. Um, I think it was "Without Me," the music video, where he's like to that kid, "No, this is for adults." <laughs> <laughs> I was I was telling my uh, producer, I think it was, la- it was last week. I was telling him we were having a conversation, and I was like, "We're outside," and one of the last things I remember telling him was like, "Bro, whatever I pass away, bro, whenever that is, I want everyone to remember me as preacher." And one of the one of my wishes as an artist when I pass away is never, never, ever edit my music to have clean versions for Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I was like, I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> you're gonna, He's like, I got you, bro. I got you. You're gonna wake up, you are they're gonna do it, then you're just gonna get up the coffin and be like, What the fuck? <laughs> for real, huh? Come back. <laughs> but uh, speaking of your producer, uh, was that Chaos? Or, no, yeah, Ka- yeah, shout Chaos, out to uh, Chaos, uh, Chaos Official Twenty Three. Uh, check out his music; he's a dope producer. Uh, a lot of my music that I produce with him, most of it with him on it, is his original beats. Shouts out to Chaos! Oh ho, oh ho! But speaking of, I'm um, going back to like the origins. Um, when did you first started? Like, tell us, give us a little story of when you first started shoot out so when i when i personally got introduced into rap and that scene i was probably around 16 and it all started with my brother and i remember every day from middle school i used to come back from school off the bus and he used to be outside outside the house on the porch and he used to be listening to like bone thugs woody big tone you know all the all the like old school rappers and he used to just be out there chilling smoking a bowl and doing his own thing he used to he used to just pump the music out loud and that's one thing that i always remember was you know beats and one of the things he liked to do was rap over the song and after a while i kind of was like you know oh let me try this you know let me try this let me get on this and after a while i used to kick it with my brother and that's kind of how I got introduced into music was just being a free spirit and being able to have that connection with my brother. And then from there, I ended up uh, joining youth programs. And I had actually met uh, one of my good friends to this day that uh, I make music with and I do tours with. Uh, his name's Running With Arrows, uh, but he goes by Jermonson Yazi now. Uh, shout out to Jermonson. Shouts out to Jermonson. And uh, when I joined these youth programs actually was invited to a youth conference called Oye Roots. And there, that's when I had met Jermonson. And Jermonson was actually doing a workshop with a couple other people. And the workshop was based around hip-hop and the four four elements of hip-hop. So you got your MCs, your dance, your, your dancers, so your hip-hop, your break dancers, uh, your artist, so your graffiti, and then you got your poems, the lyricist, which is uh, the rap, the, the hip hop artists themselves. And <laughs> the, was a part of was the poem lyricist group, and from there, we we're uh, 
I got to know a little bit about him and told him where I was from. And I wrote, I wrote a piece for that workshop. And we all presented it to the group and everything. And then after the workshop, I got to talking with Jermonson more, telling him that I was interested in doing music and, you know, I want to potentially further my career in music and see where it goes. And that, that same day I met him was the same day that I ever made my first song. Um, it was a, it was a cipher with a bunch of other people who were a part of the program. And later that evening, I was uh, with my group and I was walking around and I came across Jermonson and a group of other people and they were in the, like the lounge area. They had beats going and they started freestyling. And from there, you know, I got to hang out with them and do some freestyles. And I think it was about an hour after that happened. That's when we were like, you know what? Let's let let's cipher for this for this conference, and we'll present it uh, at the end of the conference. So you know, you know, which uh, is, and they give away certificates and they acknowledge people. We were like, well, let's let's make a cipher, and then we'll <laughs> that whole night. I remember a lot of us were just sitting there, we were either walking around the hotel listening to the beat and they were just trying to write everything down and get it. And then even went on to the next day and right before the ended, before they started doing all their speeches, that's when Jermonson had got the last person and finished it and mixed it and mastered it. And we were able to perform it and uh, share it with that youth conference. So that was one of my, that's, that's actually how I'd say that I got into the music game was just being able to, express myself and being out there and mainly just being myself and being open towards people who were already into music and teaching it you always go with the youth is there any like must go to places when you're doing a youth youth tour uh i'd say thinking about it i remember last time we were talking about this and one of the places i said was window rock yeah but then i i was i was i was talking to um, some of the people that i tour with and one of the pla- one of the main tours, two places that we that I've gone to multiple, three places actually that I've gone to multiple times. Um, one of them was where you guys are located at is uh Mari- Mariana Lake. Oh yeah, and I forgot oh. to mention that. I think it's the the community school, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there a couple times, and uh, to Hajili. To Hajili. school there. Not bad. Not bad. Is it, that's the place then, where they filmed Breaking Bad. <laughs> that's all I know it from. <laughs> but yeah, when people ask and be like, "That's that's where they filmed Breaking Bad." Oh, and that's where Curve, uh, Preacher Preacher Boy performed. Like, exactly. That now they're gonna say that, like Breaking Bad. No, that's where Preacher Boy performed. <laughs> or not Preacher Preacher. <laughs> I keep saying Preacher Boy, Preacher. <laughs> yeah, I, I said Preacher Boy because oh. I was I was just teasing what you said earlier. <laughs> oh my god. God damn it! That's gonna be your yin and yang. Um, we call it stage name. You're gonna be preaching, but then you're gonna be part of the Eagle Boy stuff. <laughs> and then uh, the last place that I'd say is the high school I went to, which is uh here in the uh here in Bernalillo actually Bernalillo High School. Yeah. Yeah, I actually got to uh, perform there. For the students as well as being part of the program and being able to help the students there. So I was 
for me personally, I was uh, grateful and humble that I was able to get back to the school that I, that I went to and being able to reconnect with some of the faculty that, that I uh, created relationships with. Were you like how we said last time, um, I was just like you, I was in those bleachers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah I, oh, so, so you want to, you want to hear a funny story real quick? Let's go for it. Let's go for it. I'm all ears. <laughs> so when I was in high school, um, the health teacher actually had asked me and another student to speak on Red Ribbon Week for drug and alcohol awareness yeah. to the student. And, you know, in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it, you know, because I get to, you know, just talk a little bit about what what to do, what not to do. You know, just being a kid, basically, just being able to have that spotlight. Yeah. And I was like, I was so excited, you know, and I was like, oh, I could talk about this. Oh, I could talk about this. I, I could talk about, you know, personal stuff that I went through and, you know, how it changed my life and now how I'm here, you know, because, you know, my peers, these are my peers. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I always thought about was, like, being truthful and honest because I remember being in those bleachers and, you know, someone says something, like, whoever is presenting and they start rambling on, you're just like, oh, yeah. I never did that, but that's cool. You know, you do you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I went to Bernalillo. I know what happens here. I, I've been in these classes. I've been in these areas. Hey. <laughs> I was in the ditches. <laughs> I know what happens behind that tree. Hey, <laughs> There's always that spot. Behind that portable in the back. <laughs> God damn it. Well, yeah. But, uh, no, we had a, actually, we went up there and they, they introduced us. And um, one of the things I'll never forget, bro, was when I went up there and I introduced myself, I was so excited. I was like, you know, hello, everybody. My name is Kirvin Candelaria. Uh, everybody knows me as Eagle Boy Preacher, uh, Big K, Big Man. And then the last thing I said was, I, I, get, I think I gave my speech and everything. And right at then, I was, uh, thanks everyone for listening. This is your boy, uh, Circle K. <laughs> I remember I, intro- I introduced myself and the nickname as Circle K, bro. <laughs> God. And I was, I couldn't, after that, bro, like that, that name always kind of stuck. And everybody is, oh shit, they're Circle K. They're Circle K. <laughs> God damn. So like every time we pass by a Circle K, gas station or anything i'm like bro i own that right there that's but me, that's, me. That's, that's all me that's all me right there <laughs> <laughs> well that was that's one of the one of the things i'll never forget about because that was like one of the first times i actually got to speak in front of an audience oh yeah it gave me like never experience. do that again though i, I <laughs> <laughs> exactly. never telling anybody on circle k <laughs> what do you call uh preacher circle k um mixtape drop and win <laughs> <laughs> But, um, we call, um, is there any other, like, good star, funny stories that you have on, like, your touring of the youth, when you tour with the youth? I guess one of the things, I guess this is just in general, because, uh, the current, the current tour I was on was with the Basketball Magicians, and I was doing videography and photography for them, and I think one of the, I guess, like, the highlight of the things that happened was the dance-off with the mascot. <laughs> Yeah. So just be being able to see kids be themselves, but along with uh, a parent 
or uh, a teacher or a staff member. Yeah. Yeah, just to see, just to see what like, what dance moves everybody comes up with. Like one of the, a lot of the dance moves, a lot of the kids did were uh, Fortnite related. <laughs> God damn it! Fucking flossing and default dancing. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that second one, the default dancing. So I wish I could default dance. Oh <laughs> uh, well, how about the adults? What what are their dances? They're doing like the the. <laughs> It's like the line dance, man. Just, you know how, like, you're over there. Basically, it's like when you're in middle school and you see your crush yeah. staring at you and you're in the middle of the dance floor and you're just going back and forth all shy. Kind of like that. Just that little shimmy. <laughs> yeah. The the Fat Joe lean with it. And lean back. Yeah. Lean back. <laughs> Rock wet. Lean with it. Rock it. Exactly. <laughs> God damn it! Has it? Did anybody like um? If it's dance moves, did anybody surprise you or anything? There's, there's this one kid who did like uh, almost like the old school hip hop dances, not not really spinning on your head, but like spinning on your shoulders or something like that, like the back. Oh yeah, the break dancing. Yeah, that was one of the things that really tripped me out, and I was like, whoa, like. I can't even do that. <laughs> God damn it. That's pretty badass. I was like, what's next? She's going to spit on your head or something? <laughs> He's going to go all out. Um, did they, Wait, wait. Did they lay down cardboard? <laughs> For real? They bring out nah, not this time. Big ass boom, um, fucking uh, boom box and uh, where they were in Kangles. <laughs> Shoot. Hey, you remind me of that... Uh... That old school movie where the, I think it was kicking it old school or something, but it was, it was like that, the hip hop breakdance movie. Breaking. Uh, I don't, I don't, it's uh, it starts off when they were kids, and then this guy falls off stage and gets in a coma, and then he wakes up later in life, but he's still stuck in like the nineties or something. Oh, oh yeah 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 you know what you're talking about yeah yeah oh I forgot the name though, but yeah I know what you're talking about yeah same. <laughs> Uh, they used to call me break dance Carl. <laughs> God damn it! But other than that, um, that's what, oh yeah, that's that's what reminded me when you said did they bring out the cardboard box? The fucking cardboard. They always got to bring out the cardboard box. I have cardboard boxes over here just so I can do that. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I I got cardboard boxes too, but for for shipping. <laughs> mine mine's for my garden for when I make um. Compost, compost, dumbass. <laughs> but, uh, That's your bedding. Exactly, yeah. Uh, what was your, um, your major influence in rapping? Like, what, what got you into rapping? I think one of the major influences for myself was, uh, listening to, so there's a couple of hip-hop artists that had a major influence on me personally. Yeah. Just listening to their music, their message that they uh, talked about, and being able to portray what they went through in a way that's they can tell it in their own way, and not they don't. You know, to me, it seems like they don't feel like they're being judged, or they don't really care about what people have to say because this is their own opinion, and this is what they went through. And you know, either you like it or you don't. 
but this is this is me and this is kind of like my story yeah and those people uh are uh notorious big you know christopher wallace biggie yes sir he's he's one of the ogs i can tell you that another one is bone thugs and harmony not bad not bad I don't even know their, their name. What yeah. was it? Busy? Crazy? Lazy? Flesh. Oh, there's Flesh? Flesh Bone. Wish? Yeah. Was there Wish? There's, there's quite a few. There's like, I think uh, there's like four or five. Or am I just thinking of like Chicken Bones? <laughs> she, neck Bones, Chili Bones. Always, always. Only, <laughs> the, the, um, Bone Thugs is pretty good. I love them. I love what they're doing. And I like that little like the harmony that goes with them. I guess that's in the that's a, that's in their fucking name, but yeah, that's what I love about them. But well, why those yeah. two? Um, those two in particular. Well, those two in particular is because when I started listening to rap, those are kind of the, the artists that my brother mainly played a lot around me, and those are the songs that a lot of the songs that he listened to when I come home. Those are usually the two artists that would be playing. And usually he would have their song on repeat and repeat. Yeah. And <clears throat> I I personally feel like growing up I I would look at other artists, but it was more like to me they were singing, sing, like it was more R and B type deal than it was telling the story hip hop. Yeah. Like I to me I feel like and this is just my personal opinion, I feel like there's a difference between hip hop and R and B. I mean, they both can go together, but I feel like there is a separation between those two. There's like a line, like a little thin line that is kind of blurred, but then you'll be like, is it, is it R&B? Is it rap? We don't know. <laughs> Chill out, Rob Dick. <laughs> God damn it. Blurred lines. This please, guy. please don't get me canceled. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other the other ones would be um, a tribe called Quest too. Shoot. I also grew up listening to them, and I actually still listen to them to this day. I fucking I listened to a lot of them Quest. when I was in in college. They actually, got me. I ain't gonna lie, they kind of got me through a lot of stuff that I was going through college. Uh, a lot of like just being able to fit into a crowd and being able to adjust to, I guess, different types of people. Oh yeah, so being yeah. able to be a social person. Being the big um, cast iron stew of all these different cultures. Yeah, that was, I ain't gonna lie, uh, being outside of the reservation, that's one of the things that that it's, it's kind of hard to grasp. But once you have an understanding, you become more open to a lot of things. What was it, um, you went to, uh, what was that state? Uh, me, me and Sia were Wisconsin. just talking Oh, what's that? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. There you go. Yeah, because we're talking about cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about cheese. <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin cheese. That's because like, we we're talking about cheese, and we're like Wisconsin. They were like, "Oh yeah, Preacher went to Wisconsin." <laughs> <laughs> our my mind just goes. Our, our minds are an enigma. <laughs> should be like we should hit up Preacher's house to bring us back some cheese. Exactly. <laughs> but how was it in Wisconsin? Like. Well, why were you there and everything? So, the reason I was in Wisconsin was for college. 
And growing up, I had my brother and my older brother and my older sister. So I'm the youngest out of the family. I'm the I'm the baby. I'm the baby sibling. And growing up, my brother was in that gang life and he chose that path. Um, And so a lot of the things he did had him end up in jail and ended up ultimately sending him to prison. And so growing up, yeah, I was, you know, I had my brother at a young age, but as I grew up towards um, the end of middle school and going into high school, that's when I kind of lost him, you know, because that's when he ended up, a lot of his past caught up to him. Yeah. And the only sibling I had around was my older sister, and she's special ed, so she can't really do anything for herself. So myself, you know, have to help her with a lot of things. A lot of a lot of daily things that a lot of us take for granted, you know, from being able to ourselves, you know, or even feed ourselves, you know, things like that. And so the whole reason I ended up in Wisconsin was because me being able to be around my sister and, you know, learn the disadvantages that she has, uh, I took it into consideration for myself to put myself through college and, you know, get a good education and learn about mental and physical disabilities and different, you know, cognitive and impairment abilities so that when I get older and that my parents aren't around, I'm able to have that knowledge to help my sister, whether it be, you know, her everyday life or things that she needs, you know, talking to different people who work with disabilities as well. And when I was out, that's, that's, so she's my, my sister is my inspiration, you know, being able to pursue college for a little bit and having that knowledge. And that, that's, that's kind of the only reason I was out there in Wisconsin was to just get my education. That's what, uh, you know, being on the reservation, that's what uh, our, our elders and our guardians, that's what they always tell us, you know, go outside the reservation and get education. Yeah. And then when you get that, you know, come back home, you know, share it with the people. And so that's kind of what was, that's how I grew up. And so that's, that's how I ended up in Wisconsin for a couple of years. Um, yeah. And I'm glad to say that I was able to attend college and have that experience because a, a lot of kids don't really have that opportunity. And if they do, you know, a lot of them don't really take the effort to try it. Be, uh, you know, because, you know, whether they could be scared or, you know, they're afraid to leave the family or the reservation. Exactly, exactly. Well, you went down to Wisconsin and you did your thing. And now you're here in New, um, was it? Yeah, New Mexico. I almost said Wavo. I don't know why. I think it was because I think of New Wavo, New Mexico. But yeah, um, <laughs> and now now you're teaching the youth. Now you're, you're talking to them being like, hey, don't be stupid. <laughs> shit asses <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah i like to hear that i like to hear that um what else um let me look at my book oh my god okay okay well speaking of the youth like is there um was there like what when did you like decided that you want to start talking to the youth basically I think 
all that. I think I came to that decision after high school. I actually joined the program, the youth program that I was a part of in my own tribe. I actually started working for them as a peer specialist, able to give back to the youth that I already that I uh, participated with, but also the new youth that will be coming into the program. And I think it ultimately started with my own tribe and being able to have that guidance from my mentors. Yeah. Um, just a quick shout out to Joe and Sarah and Albert Toa. You know, those are the, those are my two mentors that I looked up to. And, you know, without them, I wouldn't be able to, I, I personally think I wouldn't be able to do a lot of things that I do today without their guidance and their, their wisdom, and, you know, the things that they taught me, whether it be from public speaking or being able to handle a situation that occurs with peers, whether it be a personal issue or, you know, whether it just be something like, how would you say, like something said, but it's not serious, but, you know, another person takes it too serious or too far. Yeah. So, like, you always so, wanted to do this youth shit, like the youth um, tours? Mm, I say that I always saw it as an opportunity to grow my music okay. and being able to get around, I guess, get around to different communities and being able to share. But I, I also feel like I was probably also comfortable in that in that uh, field because that's where I ultimately grew up in and being able to be like you know I was like like you said I was you guys at that age you know this is the things I went through but you know a lot of the things you went through don't let them define you because there's a lot of things in the future that you're still going to go through that's going to change everything you know whether it's how you see things in life or how you live your life that's what that's why I like to hear like like um when people talk about talk to the youth like like this is only a little part of your part of your life story basically like you don't need you don't you don't need this to define you you can do so much better i mean we can have like a really messed up past but it's just a little part in your life it's up to you to change that and, and you I, live and you learn exactly and i have chose cringe and i am forever cringe help me out of this forsaken mess <laughs> <laughs> And I and I am dubbed forever preacher boy from this day forward. <laughs> yeah, he's preacher boy. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's go. Let's go back to the the music, um, stuff. What what um, what do you hear in a beat that gets you wanting to make a song with that beat? So when I first started out, I listened to uh, the boombox beats a lot so like the 90s beats oh hey we we're just talking about that from there, <laughs> yeah and i think from there listening to a lot of that what really got me and i'm like yes i i like that beat or i feel like that needs to be in a beat is uh either a piano or a guitar Can i gotta write that down make you a beat <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting because usually when um when when I hear like people they be like I don't want guitars in my in my beats I'm like why, but yeah like like why why do you like your guitars in your beats? For me personally, I feel like it helps me with more of the melody of what type of song that I'm trying to write. 
So, like, if I hear a beat, you know, if it doesn't have the guitar or the piano, I usually listen to the uh, the bass or the um, how the drop how the drop goes. So, in reference to that, I with the pianos and the guitar, that's what I also listen to is kind of how it goes throughout the song. So, like, one of the things that when I when I listen to a beat and it has a piano or a guitar in it, I'll listen to it and I'll like I'll I'll hum the rhythm that the that the tone or the tone that the guitar is in or the piano. Yeah. And like it, it it's funny because like I'll I'll hum it and then like I'll I'll try to try to like figure out what melody and what words fit into it and what kind of vibe I get from that. Yeah. So it's not when I first hear it, when I first hear a beat that I like, it probably sounds like a lot of mumble jumbo, just <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody's like, "What's this guy doing? You know I mean? <laughs> Is he drunk?" <laughs> and that's just me trying to like vibe with the beat, you know? Yeah, yeah. You gotta sometimes fill in like, the melody. Are you sure he's a rapper? <laughs> exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> just saying words. <laughs> but yeah, he's I, just I, going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i do yeah i, I kind of get that because like for people who don't really know like the listener um there's that process where you listen to a beat and you just gotta say shit you just gotta be like on on the door just like shit like that then like you'll get that rhythm and then you gotta replace it with words because that's that's how i am usually yep yep and and i think one of the things that i one of the things I struggle with when it comes to music is being able to write a hook. And I think when I have the beat that has a piano or a guitar, I feel like it's it's somewhat easier or it helps me in a way for me to write a hook more easier than it would without it. It's because of the melody that the, the guitar would bring or something like that? Yep, exactly. Exactly. You already know. Do I get a gold star? <laughs> you get two gold stars yes. from Future Boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes too, like um, like with the hook stuff. Sometimes there's some certain songs that you can just like go off without a hook. Like you just gotta catch that moment. Like like if you're really into a serious topic, and then like you can just let that beat ride, and then it'll you'll give the listener like a chance to be like to think of what you just talked about. That's why I always find too like a good a good if people aren't good at writing hooks just to let let the beat ride. And I think we talked about this the last time when we were talking about one of my, uh, the first song song that I ever made. How am I hook? It has at the end of the hook says ooh. ooh <laughs> oh yeah ooh, yeah the ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you did that at a at a one of your tours on one of your tours. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think I was telling you that. Uh, I was playing it for the for the for the guys in the van. We had just got done with one of the shows, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, this is this is my first song that I ever made." You know, this and you know he's in it, and uh, <laughs> and I played it, and everybody was jamming to it, and all like when this when the chorus came on, everyone got quiet, and all you heard was, "Ooh, ooh, ooh." <laughs> Good. And then from there, that whole week, that's when everyone would be like, ooh, ooh, like just randomly throughout <laughs> the day. 
And I'm just like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> You're living your worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And that's 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 when I said, like, man, like, I didn't even write that intentionally. That was kind of like a filler because, like, I didn't know what to put there. And, and I looked at Chaos. I was like, Chaos, why did you let me put that in there? He was like, I don't know. This is your song, bro. I'm going to make your own music. Homeboy did, <laughs> homeboy did not want to be blamed for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was. I did tell you not to put it. Here. I'll put it anyway. <laughs> keep it in. Keep it in. It's, it's the artist. It's the artist's fault. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! That's just fucking funny. But um, there's a. Oh yeah. One one of these days, I gotta send you the video because uh. We were chilling outside the on tour too. We were chilling outside later in the evening, and Chaos was recording me in 4K. And he was like, "Spit your, you know, spit your best verse ever." So I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that song, you know." And I was like, "Bro, you remember the, you remember the show song?" And he was uh, the and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that one." He was like, "All right, bet." He's like, "Let's see it." So I started off right, and then it, it does like the the tag in the beginning. And all throughout that video, all you hear is uh, yeah, I say, skip the beginning, bro. That <laughs> intro is all cringe, and like I just bust out laughing. God damn it! And that's well, that's you got, one of the things I thought about. You got to leave that in because it's cringe. We never leave the cringe out. <laughs> <laughs> I think what makes it more cringe is that like I bust out laughing, and it's like a high pitched laugh, and it's like, whoa, dude, chill out. <laughs> God, I love cringe. Sometimes I catch myself, like in some songs, I'll be like, oh, it's kind of cringe. But I'm like, you know, it's pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> you got to learn to yep. laugh and respect yourself. Because we were all cringe at one moment in our lives. And if you cringe, if you cringe, that means you're growing as a person. <laughs> You gotta embrace the cringiness. Exactly, exactly. That's why I say to every artist, you gotta embrace the cringiness. Well, speaking of chaos, like besides him, what's like your 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 go to collabs? Like any producers or artists that you like to collab with, music wise? Um. The so the only. The only other artist that I've collaborated with so far, and that was when he went by Running With Arrows. So that was like back in the, like two, back in the 2016, 2017 era. Not bad, not but, bad. Um, like, like, uh, I, producing or like, like rapping? Well, actually, actually both, because he, he does his... He does his music. He produces his music himself. Um, and that was, that's so. Before I, before I met Chaos, I had actually I had told you I had met Jamonson, and uh, I actually have a couple unreleased tracks. Uh, I need to get a hold. I've been trying to get a hold of him. Like, hey, you know, send me those tracks. But he, he's always he's a busy man, you know. So he he's always can't stopping really by nag him all the time. He's always stopping by at the Gallo Flea Market. When I'm when I'm there next next week, I'll be like, "Hey, 
um, Kevin Finar wants his tracks. Yeah, preacher boy. Yeah, tell him to tell him tell him all that CD does. CD says, <laughs> yeah, man. but yeah, I always see him at uh, um shout out to Jamunson. I always see him at um the flea market. I'm always like, hey, it's, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy right there. Damn, I wish he was my boy. Then then I'm here all week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, um like uh you do have like um do you have a, a couple of unreleased tracks besides what's um Jamunson? Yeah, actually so before so after the so before this past tour, I actually was trying to get in the studio with chaos and i was able to actually get a session with him and we're able to record one two songs uh one of them's mixed mastered and produced already but the second one i'm still working on uh the chorus is there uh it's just a matter of mixing mastering and producing and getting it to a polished uh song that i want to put out Oh no, not bad, not bad. I have a couple like that, and I'm like, should I work on them? And I'm like, nah, I'm alright, I'm alright. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta well, release those tracks. You gotta release those tracks. Yeah. Well, to be fair, so so to be fair, these 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 tracks that I'm actually working on are sad, like sad, emotional breakup type song deals. Cause actually, I I just got out of a serious relationship. And so, instead of after that happened, you know, I I had I could I decided to be either well, there was two that I contemplated what happened, and there was two things that went through my mind. It's like I could either be sad about it and be home, or I could write music about it, let my emotions out, and not bottle it up, you know, and have something produced for people to listen to that you know maybe they gone through the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And so. I chose the second. I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not gonna sit at home and be all sad panties. Fuck that! Be all hurt boy, <laughs> all hurt boy status, just all grumpy and sad. Putting on your Facebook, I'm sad. I'm all sad. <laughs> sad I'm all boyos. sad. Send the aunties over. Exactly. Send some aunties. <laughs> God damn it! But yeah, I like that. But like I'll... um, with um. Let's say, like, a negative thing happened in your life. Yeah, you always, as an artist, you have, like, that option. Like, I can just write a song about this. I can work on a music about how I feel. Oh, shit. I'm going to keep hitting the mic. But, yeah, how I feel. And, like, people out there will, will gravitate towards that because maybe they're going through that, too. Well, what were you going to say? Uh, shoot, I forgot. Damn. But... <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> Well, but, this is yeah. The, that's that. That'll be the type of music that'll be coming out pretty soon from uh from me. At least it. just like I'd say maybe about four or five tracks, and that's it. Cause mm-hmm. like I don't want to stay in stay in this stage. Cause like me personally, my goal is to um have have these songs written out, produced, mixed, mastered, and send it send it to you know the person that I was in a relationship with. So that they be able to hear it first, you know, because it's about them. Yeah. And then, you know, put it out to the public and to the community, because um, I, to me, it, I I see it as a healing process that I'm still going through. 
Yeah. And I feel like it's 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 a journey, you know. A lot of things that we go through is a journey, and it's just a matter of when and how it's going to get done, and just time. You know? Exactly. Because exactly. you can't you can't really rush a lot of things, and so that's kind of where I'm at right now. But at the same time, you know, it's always going to be positive vibes no matter what, because at the end of the day, I always have a family to come home to. I have fans, friends, you know. Entities. And that's one thing <laughs> that I should never forget. And I got to stay humble and grateful for that. Exactly, exactly. Because she belonged to the streets. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God damn it. Actually, we were talking about um, at, at work. We were just making fun. We were like, we're gonna make some some trap metal, um, songs like these new 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 kids. We call ourselves like fucking Young Blood Sausage. Then like one of our songs gonna <laughs> be like, I took a hoe to the hoe gone. Woke up the next morning the hoe gone. Shit. <laughs> 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 it's just fucking funny shit like that, dude. It's funny. I just like I just like making fun of poking fun at stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what it's all about. That's honestly what it's all about: laughter and just being able to have a good time. Yep, laughter is the good is the good medicine. Being able to, yep, and just being able to, you know, just change that negative into a positive. Always. Exactly, exactly. Because laughter is the good is the best medicine, second best to fentanyl. No, I'm just joking. Fuck fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> Cringe is a fentanyl user. <laughs> I'm sucking off. My only addiction is uh is fucking Gatorade. <laughs> first first thing on the label says made with fentanyl. Exactly. I'm gonna put that on the on the cover. Made with fentanyl. <laughs> God. Oh, it's even more cringe because I'm actually drinking a Gatorade. Like that's the choice of drink that I decided to drink. Ooh, see that? It's all planned. It was all planned, boys. It was all planned. The plan from the start, rigged from the start. It was all planned. Um, everything's going according to plan. I, I, I can't think of anything funny to say. Trying to find the Nintendo games you want could be a lot like being in the Nintendo game. Another game. Come on, you can end up looking in all the wrong places. Stand back, son. Or you can go to Toys R Us. Toys R Us has the world's biggest selection of Nintendo games and accessories at everyday low prices. Next time, let's just come to Toys R Us. Yeah! Okay, now we're up to the last the last few questions. Oh, oh. Um, the, the, the final question, not the final one. Um, one of the final questions. Do you see this this as a, as a career for you, for yourself? Uh, actually, so after, after that whole situation, after the, the, the past relationship I got out of and everything like that, like I explained, I was like, I could either sit here and, you know, be disappointed or write music and, you know, put more music out. And that's, I think after that happened, something, something switched in my head to be like, you know what, let's, let's, let's. I, I decided to make a goal for myself and I told myself if this becomes a career, you know, I'm I'm grateful for that. But as long as I, I reach my goal, 
I'll be happy with my music and where I made it. Um, but in the long run, I feel like the goal that I'm trying to reach may have my music have it may may it may turn into a career. And in the long term, I'm actually kind of look forward to you know if it turns into a career, looking forward to that because it's a uh, to me it. I don't see it as it just being music. I see it as it being a story that's told from a Native American. And a lot of a lot of the times our stories don't really get to be told in a narrative that's from ourselves. Because a lot of the times it's more I guess in a way centered. So you gotta go through a lot of barriers to be like, you know, can I put this out? Can I do this? Can I do that? And that's so I, I guess that's kinda how I see it, just being able to being able to make history in a way that says Oh yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about, or I've heard that person's music, or yeah, that person had an influence in my way, in in my life, in a way that you know inspired me to do something or change something in my life for the positive. Not bad, not bad. And um, and, um oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just just to let you know, my 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 personal goal is to perform at Isleta Amphitheater, whether it be an opening act, uh, a feature, or a main event. Um. And the reason that is my personal goal is because um, I'm full Pueblo, and I'm part Isleta. I'm a quarter Isleta. And so I think it would be, I think it would be really inspirational and memorable and then just the impact in history to be like yes i performed at that amphitheater and that's that's where i'm from that's the reservation i'm from because me personally i don't i don't know anybody who is from isleta who performed at the amphitheater but i know people who work there you know and i feel like that's there's that's a huge difference yeah that's a, that's a pretty good goal. I'm not gonna lie, you have like a, a a dream and you're ready to accomplish it. That's pretty badass. Thank you. What was that? You cut off a bit. Oh, I said thank you. Thank oh, you. I appreciate that. Oh ho, oh ho, no no worries. <laughs> oh, and I and I can't forget in in that dream, I made a promise to take chaos with me. <laughs> so chaos if you're listening to this i did not forget bro he didn't Again, forget shout out to chaos 23 official you're the man you're the myth the legend you're the anti-slayer all of that bro he's all the, of that he's the uncle slayer then 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 i'm here all week <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. but um other but yeah. than, other than that and, um oh yeah what, what were you gonna say and uh just just to be honest bro i my music, I wouldn't be able to do it without chaos, because a lot of a lot of the music that I'm putting out right now, he's helped me through it, and he's you know he's he's the he's the person behind the mic being able to mix and master it when I need it. Shouts so, out to shout chaos. out to chaos for real, man. Like without him, BTA music wouldn't be a thing. I'm just say that. Eagle Boy wouldn't have been here. Preacher wouldn't have been here. 
Eagle Boy and Preacher would have become Preacher Boy without him. No, right? I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, but Preacher Boy would have been here. <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> but other than that, the, um, do you want to try your hand at other than uh, anything other than rapping? Uh, yeah. So, uh, besides you know music, another personal goal is to work with mentally and physically disabled. Um, whether it be with my sister or other peers or youth or um, middle-aged or adults or uh, elderly. And that's that's, that's one of my, I guess, another personal goal of mine because, you know, that's just being able to be around my sister and, you know, experience the things and disadvantages that she has, you know, Again, a lot of us take a lot of things in this life for granted that we that we're able to do, and so I feel like being able to just just being able to help another person, you know, put a smile on their face, or you know, just show them that there's there's a lot of things to life than just what they're going through. I feel like that right there is that's that's my that's my purpose in life. That's 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 just me. Not bad, not bad. Hats off to you. Um, fedora, I tip my fedora to you, kind sir. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, thank you. And before we go, do you have anything you want to say to the listeners? Yeah, uh, thank you. I appreciate every single one of you. Family, friends, fans. Without you, BTA music wouldn't be a thing. Without chaos, this wouldn't be a thing. You know, all of you guys make it happen and I appreciate that without you we wouldn't be here I just want to give a shout out to Jamonson Chaos Jerickson MC Lefty MC Slater all of you guys you guys are you guys are you guys are the you guys are the myth the mans and the legends without y'all I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing today you guys are amazing people just know that and for everyone else if you ever want to find my music my socials you can find me on facebook at curving candelaria you can find my music page at bta music i'm on snapchat at eagle boy underscore preach i'm on instagram and tiktok at eagle boy underscore preach i'm on soundcloud uh look up eagle boy parentheses preacher and this coming year, I'll have merch, and I'll have music coming out on other platforms such as YouTube and Spotify. So look forward to that. Thank you. I appreciate you. Believe it. Love every single one of you. you guys have a good night. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Crunch. And shout out. Can't forget. Last but not least, shout out to Shade Anderson and his crew at the Uzumaki Podcast. You guys are doing it up. And more things and brighter things and bigger things for you guys to come as well. Exactly, exactly. And I'm going to cut all of that out. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's just too long. That's just too long. This this, this is the Oscars. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's like, save that for the amphitheater. Yeah, save that for the amphitheater. <laughs> no, but but we were we 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 like to we like that you you were on the show. 
And you, we like that you gave us your story and what you're about. And to be honest, it's pretty badass. I like it. I like what you do with the youth. I like that what you did up in Wisconsin. I thought you were just there for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, and cheese. That's what they're known for up there. Exactly, exactly. Now, every time I think about Wisconsin, I'll think of um Kevin with an R. <laughs> Preacher boy. <laughs> but other than that, thank, thank you for being on the show. It was it was cool. It was badass. Hopefully, hopefully, the audio is good. <laughs> hopefully. If not, we'll have more conversations and exactly. more to come soon. Exactly. We always walk, we always welcome the, our, welcome the guests back onto the show whenever they like. It's just um not 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 in this season or the next seasons or the other seasons, but hopefully one time. I'm just joking. Now, you can come down whenever you like. Hopefully you can come down, sit on the couch, have a in-person interview where we just look at you and stare at you. <laughs> He's like, when we look at you, we're just going to judge every single part of you. Exactly. Then size, but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we're just going to be like, ooh. <laughs> exactly. Ooh. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! But yeah, thank you for being on the show. Um, other than that, remember to keep it cringe, and you know the cringe team will always be cheering you on. And remember to take say to the youth, "I was once like you. I was a nosebleed." Oh <laughs> uh, shit! I got a few things to say, so I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> those see those um those trophies? They weren't there when I was when I was here. They were over there. <laughs> God damn it! Like, you see that teacher? He had hair when I went here. Exactly, he had hair. He was, he wasn't, he wasn't that chub. He was skinny. <laughs> and that one, he wasn't skinny. He was chub. <laughs> oh shit, man! But yeah, thank you for being on the show, and hope you have a good night. Yep, thank you. You guys have a good night as well. No props, no, oh my, I, oh, this is kind of weird. Where do I hang up on new messenger? <laughs> it, it's weird now, it's kind of weird. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Okay, uh, goodbye, and keep it cringe. <laughs> Peace out. Peace. Until they were rudely interrupted. What do you want to do, Scud? Put on the gravestone? Just want to party. This place is a mess. Now, look who's awake. They're on the way. They're back from the grave and ready to party. I I think things are getting out of here. The return of the living dead. Starts Friday, August 16th at a theater near you. Oh, 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 that was, um, that was Kevin with an R. That was Preacher Boy. That was, um, a woo, woo. (laughs) But all jokes aside, that was, uh, Kevin. Why did I call him Kevin? Kervin. Kervin. And, um, he goes by Eagle Boy. Parentheses Preacher. Eagle Boy is when he's teaching the youth. Oh, yeah. When he's like, you better not be like me. Oh, and then Preacher is when he's his Eagle Boy after hours. And, yeah, he's a good artist. I like his work. I like what he does for the community. I'm not going to lie. His youth shit. That's pretty badass. And, like, um, he's so admirable. I'm not going to lie. Like, like, bro, like. Or chill out. You're making me look bad. <laughs> I'm just joking. But other than that, yeah, you get you should find him on all the socials. But other than that, um, thank you for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. 
you know, you, you better like, you better follow. You better like, you better follow. Because if you don't, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do anything. I'll possibly just, I don't know, play game or something. <laughs> Remember to keep it cringe.